Welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We're your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey, guys. Hey. <laughs> what? Why are you giggling already? Because when we were doing our three seconds of silence, I could hear the Grinch playing downstairs. Oh, is that oh, what that was? I yes. thought it was you breathing. <laughs> 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 breathing like the Grinch? It was like, er, really? Er, er. <laughs> I didn't know they were watching the Grinch downstairs. That is funny. I just got my tonsils done. I need my sinuses done, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what my dog sounds like all the time. You like, <laughs> Your dog's a bug. That's why. Yes, he is. He snores <laughs> so and grunts funny. constantly. He oh, is no. funny. Well, what's new? <laughs> what's new with you guys? Um. <laughs> Yo. My, my yeah, I almost made him a white compliment. Came through my nose. <laughs> So this is coming out, um, you know, in the future, obviously. But this is election <laughs> week right now for us. Yes, it is. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. We don't know who's president is again. So we've been dealing <laughs> with day. two or three days of anxiety. Yeah, yeah, we have. <laughs> it's, it's been a rough day. <laughs> when we all got together, we kind of had our little like vent fest, and I said, "Today's the first day I haven't cried." <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> That's where we're at. Cheers. So Cheers we're all you. drinking. We we needed a moment to have a drink and have a few laughs. So yes. thank God yeah. for this. So that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna focus on um, you know, murder. Oh, <laughs> and try to have some Lindsay's trying to out. kill me, I think, today. Hold on, your shirt is slipping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Listen. Get that part out, obviously. <laughs> okay, let me tell you the situation. It's close to eight thousand degrees in this room where we're recording, so Mike wouldn't I, let me turn the AC on, <laughs> but then whenever I started stripping, I figured it was time to turn the AC on. No, we closed the windows because you can hear too much background noise. Too. So, I'm not. I'm not completely stripped. Okay, just she's wearing a bra. I have, yeah, and I made a like this makeshift tube top with my shirt. We were both wearing hoodies, and so I took my hoodie off. I'm wearing a tank top. And I'm trying like, to bring back the '90s. I'm not wearing anything under my sweatshirt. Wait, wait, that's not what I said. That's not what I said. I'm wearing a bra. I'm wearing a bra. Okay, a shirt. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There we go. Oh my what gosh. flavor is that? Is that a new? Have we had? Yeah. That? Uh, I haven't had I it. I love before. the name. What flavor is it's that? It's called one? Boozy. Boozy. It is premium vodka soda. This is my least favorite. Is that flavor? Grapefruit? It's grapefruit. Why are you drinking grapefruit? Because that's the only one I could find. I, I tried to find something, white something white different. No, listen. Okay. <laughs> the liquor store I went to was totally janky, and I I could only find boozies, which I'd never heard of before. I'd never mm-hmm. heard of them either. I couldn't even find like white gloss truly's nothing. Oh. It was a what? And I felt like an idiot standing there for like I don't know five to ten minutes trying to decide. So I just went with it, and this is the only flavor I could find. So it is what it is. Listen, I, I, I have anxiety I, in the liquor store by myself. I don't think I, I ever want to touch not. a grapefruit white claw ever again in my life. <laughs> because when we all got very intoxicated off white claw oh, a couple of weeks ago, oh, there, God, none we of ever? us like white claw the none of us like the grapefruits. Mm-hmm. And so Boydson didn't want us to ruin the and not drink them. So she made us all like down the grapefruits and so we just kept throwing them back and they were not good. I can't they did drink not the white go claw well. again. I nope. can't do it. Nope, that's why I went with the vodka. <laughs> I'm drinking a White Claw right now. Oh my god, cheers. This is the last of the bottle that I've drank this evening. From the Squirrel Cage Show? Nope, it's oh. just, it's uh, a wine from Herman. And then, um, and now I have a canned wine to Ooh. come back. Strawberry. Stra- it's strawberry St. James wine. Strawberry. Ooh. I don't know what that means. 17. 
Where's St. James How from? Is that a is that a Missouri wine? So everything. It is. It's from St. James, Missouri, for anybody who was still listening. <laughs> this was your background music for your commercial. You're trying to sell your strawberry wine. You're welcome. It's from St. James, Missouri. I don't know where that is. I don't is. know where that is either. It's in Missouri. Is it in okay. St. James, Missouri? I think so. Oh, okay. Sound, it sounds right. Is that, still out, is that the state that's next to Kansas? <laughs> yeah, which side of Kansas? The right. <laughs> well, I that you had to think about East. it. <laughs> okay. We're just going to have to go with full exposure I mean, hang on. If, if you're laying down on the ground in Kansas oh and your yeah. head's facing towards Canada, then it's technically the left. Okay, I'm thinking of looking at a map. Right it's to the right. <laughs> okay, Canada <got> <laughs> is over us. <laughs> I saw that meme where it was like, you'll be assigned a, Canada, a Canadian support friend. <laughs> oh, I need one. Can I have an Australian also. support friend? No, it's Canada because there are there are neighbors to the north. I know, but Canada's really like, could you guys just get it together? <laughs> We've got a lot of Americans that need support friends. Did you see my meme? <laughs> I would like a, an Australian Star one. Wars where it's like, Canada's like, everything okay down there? Yeah, we're good. We're fine. You okay? <laughs> they don't want to get too close. They just yell through the vents. You guys okay down there? Just like <laughs> no, throwing really snacks not. at our face. <laughs> no, we're not fine. watching us right now. And... I quite enjoyed what Sarah posted. Oh gosh, we've been sharing so many memes and TikToks to cope. <laughs> I try to be like, um, what am I trying to say? Um, candidate neutral. I don't mind Switzerland. To, yeah, in that sense, but it's more just about the election in general and. Just not knowing. Yeah. Just not knowing. So Canada is that person who has a a neighbor down underneath them with a meth lab. Yeah. (laughs) That's 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 what I responded, that they're just yelling through the vents. That's what I did there. I don't get too close. Um, You guys all right down there? Hmm. (laughs) Looks like a giant dumpster fire. (laughs) Welcome to 2020. Did we expect anything differently? you're right. You're right. That was the rest of the bottle. Here we go. Here we go. Lindsay, what are we doing tonight? We're talking about true crime. Damn it, I missed it. <laughs> yes, I was going to sing it, and I saw Sarah take a... She took a big breath like she was going to sing, and then I started laughing. I'm just really proud of myself for remembering this. She time. was. She was, like, waiting for me. That's so true. <laughs> and that's why you are the bottom note, my friend. I think I was the top note on that you one. You were. <laughs> So we are talking all things murder tonight. Um, like I said, we're trying to bring our spirits up, and I guess we picked murder to we're do that. our spirits up with spirits. Aww. Aww. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, that was cute. And she's like, no. Thank you. It was cute. Okay, let's spin the wheel, see who's going to go first to talk about some murder. And you know what? I just thought of you. But, keep, go okay. ahead. Go, go spin. Go. Oh, I didn't have the sound on, but it's spinning. Oh, and it's me! Mm. Yay, Lindsay! I'll be happy for you this week, because you deserve it. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Good job. I think you deserve to go first. Thank you. That was so nice of you. (laughs) Are you making your shirt to a halter? She's tying the sleeves around her neck now. But my sweatshirt's a little short to begin with, so it's like a crop top halter. (laughs) Lindsay, what are you talking about? I can't wait. I am talking about Christopher Wilder. Who is the beauty queen killer? Oh. I did a serial killer. Okay. I, I had a <laughs> I feeling that you that. did. Because did. whenever we were talking about we like, location, she's like, it's all over the place. Has yeah. a serial killer. Serial killer. Yes. Makes I sense. was going to do an unsolved case. And I realized I have done a lot of unsolved cases lately. So this is for you guys. This is 
Cut and dry. <clears throat> Thank you for. Thank I can't, you. I, could, I don't think I could handle an unsolved no, case. Not today. today. Not no. today. <laughs> and I started doing the deep dive. I am going to do it eventually because it is a really good case I want to talk about. But I was like, they're going to get mad at me. <laughs> So, Christopher Bernard Wilder was born March 13th, 1945 in Sydney, Australia. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Down under. She was really looking out for you today. I know. He is the son of an American naval officer, but his mother is Australian. So, he nearly died at birth and also almost drowned at the age of two in a pool. Yikes. On January 4th, 1963, he participated in a gang rape of a 13-year-old girl. Oh, get out of here. I mean, guys, it it goes downhill real quick. Okay. Uh, But his mom's Australian. I was really hoping. No, he's the bad. That's all he had going for him. Spoiler alert. He's the bad guy in this story. Got it. Okay. (laughs) With two other guys, but both of those guys later denied being involved in the actual assault. So he was only sentenced to probation, hence some mandatory counseling. Interesting. Which, you know, he was underage, but still. Yeah. Probation. Mm, don't like that. He claims that he received electroconvulsive shock therapy, but this has never been known if, like, he actually did or not. It's, like, all per his words. So he ended up getting married in 1968, but his wife left him after one week of marriage. Oh. oh. That was a really bad honeymoon. Yeah, very short. <laughs> that was, like, one week. Is that a you record? Did, you didn't have doubts before no. that week? Kim Kardashian was uh, divorced in three days. Well, in his day, it was days. a record. Yeah, I think I it was, was like, like 72 hours, right? Yeah, no, no, I, I thought it was 72 days. Uh, oh, maybe oh, 72 here days. we go. She's going to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> she starts telling people at work when they ask questions. She's like, don't ask something. She's going to Google it. I'm okay, like, what about what about Britney thing? Spears? Wasn't and she only she married does. for like a week? Cam don't, don't worry. Lindsay will Google it. <laughs> flipping you off right now. <laughs> okay. I don't want to know about Kim and Kanye. It was Chris. It's, I know who it's it was. Kanye. I just need you to know. Also, guys, I hate to be a downer, but it looks like Connie's probably going to lose this election. God damn it. And there were 3,000 votes for him in 72 Arkansas. days. I was right. Oh, 72 okay. days. All right. 72 stuck in my head. Okay. Anyways. Days, oh, hours, whatever. A week is very short. So she claimed that he sexually abused her and tried to kill her. Never good. Um, and she also found another mm-hmm. woman's underwear and pornographic photos in his car. Again, you didn't have these red flags before the wedding. Yeah, not my place. That's not great. So at this point, after the divorce, he um, moves to the U.S. in 1969 to Boynton Beach, Florida. (laughs) Not 1968. Oh my gosh! We went to the moon. (laughs) No. Look at that! Two stories in a row. (laughs) No. I didn't even plan that. Um, he got involved in real estate and photography and started making lots of money. Oh, I bet he was involved in photography. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where that was going. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes. She okay. can read my mind. <laughs> okay. But photography plays into this. Yes, I'm sure it does. Um, from 1971 to 1975, he faced various charges related to sexual misconduct, eventually raping a young woman that he had lured into his truck on the pretense of photographing her for modeling. Dude. This gives me, like, Rodney Alcala vibes. Uh-huh. And I even was like, dude, that's the Skeezer. oldest trick in the book. <laughs> like, if a guy comes up to you and he's like, hey, let me take your photo. You look like you'd be a good model. No. And then I'm going to murder you. <laughs> but I'd be no. like, what angle do I look at that <laughs> o- Only up angles? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, you can. Only if you can tell me <laughs> my best angle. Yes, I'll go to your truck with you. <laughs> okay, I'd never do that. Sarah just, would have been dang. killed in the 70s when serial killers were rampant. Dude. Oh, she totally Dude, would. Dude, yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. She would have been. I wouldn't have left my house. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> very true. She'd be peering out the shades. That's kind of what I do now. I was like, <laughs> you knocked on the door. Now? 
I, I don't know yeah. what I'd be doing. What would I be doing in the 70s? <laughs> You'd probably just be living your life. Yeah, housewife. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. With would a nice I be house dress? With Probably. Pearls? Yeah. Oh, God. You have had fresh Pearl cookies necklace. made. I do love to vacuum. <laughs> I, I actually like okay. to vacuum. I I've got a robot for that. Okay. I don't know how we got that. It's on my Christmas dial. wish list. A okay. vacuum? Uh, a, a robot. Ro- uh, DJ Roomba. Parks and Rec. Oh, does he play <laughs> music too? <laughs> they have Bluetooth ones, but I was seriously like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, you can play Spotify on it? I think you can, though. <laughs> you watch Parks and Rec. He calls his <laughs> vacuum DJ Roomba, and it goes around playing music. <laughs> That's, That's my, the best idea ever. I was staring at you for so long. Like, <laughs> That's my favorite show. <laughs> so ours doesn't play music, but I think I might put, like, a speaker on them. And Absolutely. Like a Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. Just put on random. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just tape it on. <laughs> so he had all of these charges and several convictions, but was never jailed. He just kept getting probation. Mm. This is going great. It's probably not going to end up great. So 1982, he goes back to Australia to see his parents for a little vacay, um, and he gets charged there with sexual offenses against two 15-year-old girls whom he forced to pose nude for his photography. His parents posted his bail, and he was allowed to go back to Florida while waiting trial. And I was like, what? Since since when? Like, are we allowed to leave? Leave the state. Not only the state, the country, the continent. <laughs> like, he was being charged with kidnapping and sexual assault of two 15-year-old girls in Australia. And they're like, it's okay, you can go back to Florida while we're waiting. It, it makes no sense to me, but... No, I can't even rationalize that. Extradition's pretty either. expensive, so I've heard. Yeah. So, whatever. And it took two years for his court case to even the initial hearing date to even come out. So for two years, he was just like back in Florida. So here's what happened during those two years. Are you ready? It gets worse. I can't imagine it gets better. (laughs) In early 1984, he began a bloody six-week cross-country murder spree, leaving eight known females dead. Six weeks. This is how his six weeks goes. Ready? Starts in February. Okay, I'm ready. February 26, Rosario Gonzalez. She was last seen at the Miami Grand Prix where she worked as a spokesmodel. So he also was into racing. He had a Porsche, um, and so he was there as well racing. March 5th, his former girlfriend, Miss Florida finalist Elizabeth Kenyon, went missing. He, so they had dated, but they were broken up currently. He had even proposed to her, and she said no, which is probably why they broke up. But, you know, mm-hmm. she was last seen at a gas station near Miami with him, and her car was found six days later abandoned at the Miami airport. Neither her or Rosario were ever found. Oh. Now's where things get heated up. March 18th, 21-year-old Teresa Ferguson was led by Wilder away from Merritt Square Mall in Merritt Island, Florida. He murdered her, dumped Mm. her body at Canaveral Groves, where it was found on March 23rd, and she was beaten so badly that she was identified by dental records. Two days later, March 20th. And you'll find, like, this guy takes no breaks. March 20th, 19-year-old Linda Grover, a student at Florida State University. She was abducted from another mall, the Governor's Square Mall in Tallahassee. And he kidnapped her, assaulted her in the mall parking lot, tied her hands up, wrapped her in a blanket, and threw her in the trunk of his car, where he transported her to Bainbridge, Georgia, after she declined his offer to photograph her for a modeling agency. God, you're so aggressive. So she was taken to a motel in Georgia. (laughs) Yeah, he is. (laughs) This is my least favorite case. She was taken to a motel in Georgia where he raped her. Mm-hmm. He blinded her with a blow dryer and super glue. What? And I put in my notes, I don't want to know more, so I'm not re- researching this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to know how he did it with a blow dryer and super glue, but let's just say he blinded her. Okay. Well, he put the super glue in nope, his stop, eyes stop, and then stop, put the hair stop, dryer stop, on. Stop, yeah, it's stop, the only way. Nope. Stop. Makes sense to me. <laughs> also, 
terrible. Yeah, that's terrible. terrible. But this... Uh, okay, so next. He applied copper wire to her feet and passed an electrical current through her entire body several times. Each time she tried to escape, he would beat her. Um, she did end up making it to the bathroom while he was asleep, and she locked herself in the bathroom. And since they were in a motel room, she started pounding on the walls and screaming, trying to, like, wake other people up and let them know what was going on. Yeah. Um, and he got terrified and fled in the car, oh, taking all of her belongings with him. So she did survive. Okay. She was rescued and survived and identified yeah, him. Not traumatic, though, for the rest of her life. Poor yeah. Thing. So smart girl. She's in a motel. She starts screaming and making noises and people came to the rescue. There you go. March 21st, Terry Walden. She's a 23-year-old wife, mother, and nursing student at Lamar University in Beaumont, Texas. She was approached by Wilder about posing as a model. She was like, no, no thanks, There's I'm good. There's a theme there. So she told him no. He left her alone. March 23rd, two days later, they ran into each other again. And he again asked her about posing. She said no, and this time he kidnapped her. He ended up stabbing her to death 43 oh. times in the breast. In the breast. 43 times. He's giving me major, like, Bob Bordella vibes, too. It's like a, a mixture of Bob Bordella and <laughs> Rodney Alcala. Yeah. He's got wow. some some rage. Some serious Some overkill. Problems. Yeah. Um, he dumped her body in a canal where it was found uh, three days later on March 26th, and then he took her car and fled. March 25th. So, like, a lot of these he's killing when they still haven't found the last body because he's dumping them where they don't find them for a few days. Yeah. March 25th, um, Suzanne Logan, 21 years old. She was abducted from Penn Square Mall in Oklahoma City. He took her 180 miles north to Newton, Kansas, and checked her into a hotel there right off I-35. After breakfast, he drove to Milford Reservoir near Junction City, Kansas, and stabbed her to death and dumped her body under a tree. Aww. March 29th, Cheryl Bonaventura, 18 years old. She was seen with Wilder at a diner in Silverton, Colorado, and they told staff there that they were heading to Vegas. March 30th, the next day, they were seen at the Four Corners Monument, and Wilder checked into a motel in Page, Arizona. He then shot and stabbed Cheryl to death. Around March 31st, the next day, near the Kanab River in Utah, and her body was not found till May 3rd. Aw. Yeah. Seriously, though. <clears throat> the, it's like overkill. Like, he's like, <clears throat> literally um, killing people just pretty much nonstop. Yeah. So, now we are going to April. So, April 1st, 17-year-old Michelle Korfman, she's an aspiring model. She disappeared from a 17 magazine cover model competition at the Meadows Mall in Las Vegas. So, this is telling me to stay away from malls in the 70s. Um, <laughs> Newsflash, Lindsay. <laughs> Don't go back to the 70s. Don't go to malls. <laughs> in malls. Her body was not found until May 11th near Southern California Roadside Rest Stop. And she was not identified until mid-June via dental x-rays. So I'm going to show you guys this picture. He was at this competition basically, like, staking out who he was going to kidnap next. Ugh. And somebody was just taking pictures of, like, it was like a parent taking a picture and caught him <laughs> in the background just staring oh at these girls. Ew. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he Also kind of Bundy vibes, too. Mm -hmm. That's he was not a bad-looking guy. Quite a beard. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> didn't he lure a couple of his victims to the back of his car mm -hmm. trying to do that? Yeah, yeah. April 4th, 16-year-old Tina Maria Rizico. Yep, I did Sounds that. right. Yep, thanks. She was abducted near Torrance, California, after posing for him as a model. And Wilder drove to El Centro, where mm -hmm. he then assaulted her. Mm -hmm. He thought, hey, she could help me lure other victims. So he kept her alive and took her with him. So at this point, he is on the FBI's 10 Most Wanted Fugitives list. 
April 10th, Donette Wilt abducted with Tina's help at the South Lake Mall in Merrillville, Indiana. And I put help in quotations because, like, she wasn't really helping, but she was, like, fearing for her life and had no choice. Got it. Sure. Make that known. Um, Wilder <laughs> raped Donette several times as Tina drove them to New York. He made his way from Florida all the way to California, and now he's going all the way back. Jeez. He's just driving. Um, near Penyan, New York, Wilder took Donette into the woods and attempted to suffocate her before stabbing her twice and leaving her. This is interesting. Stabbed her twice, whereas he stabbed the other woman like 40-something 40, times. Yeah, way, way too many. So she tied a pair of jeans around herself and flagged down a truck driver and survived. Job done it. Yep. She survived. She had surgery. Um, and after she came out of surgery, she told police that Wilder is who did it and that he was headed for Canada. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Not Canada. We're sorry, Canada. Gosh. <laughs> sorry, Canada. I mean, really, let's... Well, if I say let's really put this on Australia, then Boyd's no, no, going to no. get mad at me. No. They did nothing. <laughs> yeah. Beth Dodge, 33 years old. She was abducted from Eastview Mall in Victor, New York. So Wilder forced her into his car and had Tina follow him in Beth's car. After a short drive, he then shot Beth and dumped her body in a gravel pit. And then they drove to Logan Airport in Boston, and he bought Tina a ticket to go back home to L.A. So he let her go. Whoa. She was special to him. For some some reason. And they even said, like, to this day, they have no idea why he let her go. Wow. But he did. The other two people who survived, it was not because he let them go. Like, they escaped. Yeah. Wilder then headed north and attempted to abduct another woman at gunpoint in Beverly, Massachusetts, but was unsuccessful. Now we're at April 13th. Uh, Wilder stops at a gas station in Colebrook, New Hampshire. He was asking another person for directions to Canada when two state troopers noticed him in New Hampshire. So they approached him, and he starts heading back to his car because that's where he has his gun. One of the troopers grabbed him from behind, and in the scuffle, two shots were fired. The first bullet hit Wilder through his chest and exited through his back and into the trooper who was holding on to him from behind. Uh, oh. Yeah. The second shot hit Wilder in the chest, and at that point, another trooper was there, so there were three of them, and then the chief of police was also there, so there was four cops. Oh, jeez. Wilder ended up dying of his wounds. The trooper, who was also shot, ended up making a full recovery and returning to active duty. Wow, that's a blessing. Um, In his possessions in the car, they found a copy of the book The Collector by John Fowles. Man, Berdella loved The Collector, too. (sighs) That's a little sociopath. I guess so. Um, so Isn't that, it a movie too? Yeah, it's a movie too. Maybe so you should watch it. It's about a man who keeps a woman in his yep. cellar against her will mm-hmm. until she dies in his possession. Yes. So Wilder was cremated in Florida, leaving a personal estate worth more than $7 million. That's a lot of money. How did he have all that money? Remember, he was into real estate and made a ton of money. Oh, yeah. He had a Porsche. That mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the sign of success. <laughs> <laughs> it's a success, just money. <laughs> Uh, June 1986, a court-appointed arbitrator ruled, sorry, I lost my place, <laughs> ruled that the after that after taxes, the balance would be divided among the families of his victims. Okay, well. Not good? I mean, yeah. Yeah. The, the, something good that came out of that. Something good, yeah. So he had eight victims, six were murdered, or nine victims technically because of Tina. I forgot about Tina. Yeah. Six were murdered, and there is a list of possible victims as well for him. I'm sure. So, um, remember how I said that he was allowed to go to Florida while he was waiting his trial date back in Australia? Right. Guess when they sent the trial date? April, right after he was killed. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know. He died. 
So he was like, I'm going to go. He literally just started killing people knowing that yeah. he's probably going to go to jail. So possible victims, 15-year-old Colleen Orsburn. She went missing in Daytona Beach, Florida on March 15th. They connected this to Wilder because he was staying at a motel in Daytona Beach on that date, but there's no evidence to be found to connect them. It's just a weird coincidence. Her body was discovered partially buried near a lake in Orange County, Florida, but she was not formally identified until 2011. A lot of these bodies weren't yeah. identified until recently, which is really sad. Well, um, this was probably before DNA, DNA testing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the ones that were identified were through dental x-rays, and if they didn't have that, yeah. Yeah. you know. Australia has an unsolved um, case called the Wanda Beach Murders that took place near Sydney. Marianne Schmidt and Christine Sherrock. This was in January 11th, 1965. And this is because witnesses, um, he looks very similar to a suspect sketch that witnesses had at the time. Mary Opitz, a 17-year-old that disappeared in Fort Myers, Florida on January 16th, 1981. Another girl who resembled Mary Opitz, Mary Hare, disappeared on February 11th that year from the same parking lot. Both cases are unsolved. Hare was found stabbed in the back in June 1981, but Mary Hare was never found. Uh -huh. And again, a lot of them, they're like, these are his type. Like, he picked pretty women uh -huh. who were models or aspiring yeah. models, and they were young. That's how he lured them. Sounds like a real douchebag. Yeah, he is. Um, 1979, there was an unidentified woman who was found in a field in Caledonia, New York, shot in the back of the head and died of blunt force trauma. She was a Jane Doe until 2015 when she was identified as 16-year-old Tammy Alexander who disappeared from <clears throat> Brooksville, Florida in 1979. She was wearing an auto sports jacket when discovered, and this is like... Race car drivers, they purchased a lot of auto sports products. So they were like, she disappeared from Florida around his time. She was his type, and she's connected to the racing world. A bullet was also found in the dirt near her that was used in the gun, like the one Wilder attempted to use upon his capture. Uh, 1982, two unidentified women were unearthed near property owned by him in Florida. One victim had been dead for one to three years with all of her fingers cut off. Oh. So it took a while for them to identify her. But in 2013, they did identify her as Tina Marie Baby, who is not the same Tina Marie like, that, that he like, let go. Uh, okay, yeah. Different one. Okay. Very odd. But maybe that's, this is what I'm thinking, maybe that's a connection. He had a soft maybe. spot for her and he found another Tina Marie. Uh -huh. You I never know. know. You never know what they're. You thinking never know is. what's going through his mind. Yeah, exactly. And that's the hard part about this. Like a lot of it is unanswered questions because he died so suddenly when he was captured. They didn't get answers to a lot of their questions. Sherry Lynn Ball was a 30-year-old aspiring model who went missing in June 27, 1983, from Boca Raton, Florida. Her body was found in Shelby, New York. So again, they're like, he went all the way up to New York from Florida. How would her body get up there? why they connected it to him um she was not identified until 2014 and still no cause of death has been determined in her case and her body was found 38 miles from where he had dumped another victim nancy k brown was 25 and disappeared while vacationing in Cocoa beach florida on june 6 1983 her remains were discovered in a place that he had dumped another body as well Tammy Lynn Leppert was 18 and last seen on July 6, 1983 in, again, Cocoa Beach, Florida, while in a heated argument with a male companion. Her family filed a $1 million lawsuit against Wilder because they believed that he was involved but dropped it after his death. Um, Tammy was also a model and her mom was a modeling agent. And then there is a Broward County Jane Doe. She has still never been identified and she was found floating in a canal on February 18th, 1984 in Davie, Florida, strangled to death, which was also one of his MOs. 
So it's a lot of people. It's I think a it's lot of people. Broward County. Broward. What did I say? Broward. Broward. Nah, I don't know. Listen, y'all. You guys know I can't talk and also, I can't pronounce. That's a terrible story. It is. He killed a lot of women. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because this boozy hits a little different than <laughs> the white gloves. <laughs> And I was sitting there listening. I can feel like my eyes getting wider. <laughs> like, what's happening? <laughs> Is there like CBD in here? I don't think so. No, no, we're good. We're good. You guys wanted closure. Thought about the wrong thing. I'm giving know. you a serial killer with closure. Hmm. So there you go. Thank you for that. Good news is he oh, is girl. dead and cannot hurt anybody ever again. Wow. Bad he... news is the system failed him because he raped several women before he started killing and never got punished. He would have been an is- interesting one interesting one for them to do some profiling on. Because mm-hmm. he sounds, like we mentioned a, com- a couple times, he sounds a lot like some of the uh, other prolific mm-hmm. serial killers. And he was smart. And, he was on the Bundy. FBI's yeah. 10 most wanted list the whole time he's driving all across the country. And he was smart. He evaded capture until he was in a random yeah. gas station in New Hampshire. Yeah. Turns out they kind of usually are. Which yeah. is annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks for that, Downer. You are welcome. It's going to be a Downer night. That was great. Thanks. <laughs> you are welcome. That's great. You guys are just so nice to me. What about my stories? <laughs> I do unsolved, and you're like, oh, I hate this so much. <laughs> True, though. That was excellent. I'm just going to spin the wheel now. Oh, Sarah, it's your turn. It's my turn. It's probably a good thing. When I'm wearing those, I'm going to be like, what? Like, read what? my screen. What's happening? All right. I am going to tell you guys the story about this person <laughs> okay i can't wait to hear about this person got it did Period. he do the something uh, he did yeah uh and that's it okay so he Bye. hurt some people yeah he did he's okay. a real jerk <laughs> i like that you have pain all the way down on your listen <laughs> i spilled a tester <laughs> like paint and it exploded all over my floor the oh. lid broke oh, yeah it was no. a big disaster it went all over me <laughs> I mean, I know it's on your hands and arms that I expect. I well, just that like the is legs. primer, but yeah, this was the tester paint, and it went everywhere. Yeah, all over everywhere. I'm sorry, bummer. Okay, sorry. Okay, anyhow, I'm gonna talk to you guys about a about a person named Pazuzu Algarad. Oh, Pazuzu. His name is Pazuzu. That's an exciting that is name. a fun name, but I bet he's not a fun person. He's really not. And okay. also, that name is not that fun once you find out what it means. Well, Uh-oh. I know what it means now. Oh, I okay. know what it means. Wait, don't say it. From Ghost Adventures, but I won't say it. Don't say it. Okay. You did a paranormal true crime? No. No. Oh. They just talk about this particular thing. Is it the name of a demon? Can you just wait? <laughs> Isn't that annoying? <laughs> Lindsay, like give me one of those things. damn boozies. I like to know the things. I don't want to crack another one. Remember yet. how I said that I won an award for most curious? <laughs> yeah. It's mm. because I like to know things. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, those just don't taste very good. <laughs> then why do you want me to go get you another drink? I will drink that. They all taste bad, honestly. I think I think. Do I'm you want like a lime white claw Garnet. instead? Mm-hmm. No, okay. no, I don't think I'll ever want white claw again. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah. Here, try. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's that bad. Okay. I don't like grapefruit either, but the vodka is. Ugh, Did you just like stick it terrible. in your nose? You no. don't sniff vodka. It's not wine. I feel like it's weird. Literally, it, like, did it make contact? <laughs> Oh god, it's terrible. It's terrible. That's why I make that <laughs> face. I don't want to swallow it. Swallow it. That's, what, that's what, what she said. said. I don't want to do it. Or, yeah. Do it. Swallow. Uh-huh. <laughs> now you know why every time I take a sip, I'm like. Oh. 
You that, guys, it's not that bad. It's it's not, that but it's is just awful. I'm looking up to see if they have other flavors. <laughs> they, I they have to. The, the vodka is strong in it, though. I will say it's killing me a little bit. Okay, well you're looking mm-hmm. that up. So I'm going to talk to you about Pazuzu Algarad. His real name, though, was John Alexander Lawson. But to keep things simple, he he changed his name to Pazuzu pretty early on. So I'm going to call him Pazuzu the whole time, even a, though it's they a have challenge. A cranberry and a lime. Either of those have got to be better I than think a grapefruit. Cranberry would be good because cranberry saying, vodkas are like my faves. Well, Lindsay, I you can do have... love a good cranberry hey, vodka. Let's Saturday. Let's go to Bubbles. <laughs> See if we have some cranberry boozies. I mean, I like the fact that it's okay. monk fruit, and I like all that. I just really don't like grapefruit. I don't Ugh. know why you're torturing yourself right now. We have other alcohol here. I, I don't think red, I can white, drink. Berry. I don't think I. That's oh, yeah, too sweet. A it's a seltzer. It's zero. Um, zero everything. Okay, I'll be fine. All right, I'm talking about Pazuzu. Pazuzu, and... yes. <laughs> I tell you, it's kind of hard to say that name with a straight face. Yeah. A little bit. I'm already but kind of giggling, but I, I feel like it's an evil name. It kind of is, so. Okay. All right. Like I said, he went, I mean, his his real name <laughs> was John Alexander Lawson. So, again, we're talking about Pazuzu Algarod and the Clemens House of Horrors. Horrors. There's some hoes in this house. There's no. some horrors in this house. <laughs> There's some horrors. In house of Horrors. It is the House of Horrors. It's awful, so... Um, like I mentioned, to make things a little less confusing, I'm just going to call him Pazuzu. So he was born August 12th, 1978 in San Francisco, California. And at an early age, he moved to North Carolina. And eventually he and his mother settled into a small town right there in the Bible Belt called Clemens. Do you know where Clemens is? I do. I don't. Tell us. Do you know where it is? Clemens, North Carolina, right? Is that what you're talking <laughs> yes. about? Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's in North Carolina. <laughs> Got it. it cool. Is, Thanks uh, for the clarification. <laughs> it's a suburb of Winston-Salem, which is like a bigger town. I grew up I grew up close to Raleigh, which is the capital. Okay. And um, Winston-Salem is probably like 45 minutes, maybe an hour west So it's just a smaller suburb of Winston-Salem, which is also a suburb? No, Winston-Salem's not a suburb. Oh, okay. It's, it is a suburb of Winston-Salem, yes. Okay. Is that why you're, you kinda learned like, to say jail sales? Jail sale? It's kind of like center North Carolina. Okay, listen. <laughs> she made fun of me because in the episode when <laughs> we're saying squirrel cage jail sales, C E L L S, I pronounce it as sales. And I was trying to voice to text the two of them about the jail sales. And <laughs> I said it and my phone put S A L E S. And I was like, damn it, phone. It's because you sound like that in the episode, though, too, when you were talking the jail sales. And that's all I heard when I listened I was to the episode editing, because you said that. I was, I, yeah, I text them. I was like, I'm editing Squirrel Cage Jail, and all I can hear is Lindsay saying jail sales. <laughs> it's because jail sale. I was going to say, it's my probably, brain is it was because making they the just connection. Sound like my brain was just, yeah. Like if I say cells, prison cells. Like I can say it, prison cells. But jail sale. But when you I say jail sales, I don't know. Yeah, slow down. Slow down. <laughs> My Think brain about it. Doesn't slow down. <laughs> okay. True. Well, apparently Clemens is in the Bible Belt. Yes. Of uh, suburb of Winston Salem. There we go. Thanks for clarifying. You're welcome. They moved into a house on Knob Hill. This is going to be important later. Okay. Knob Hill. Knob, Knob Hill. Hill. Knob Hill. Got it. They're killing me with these names though because they know my, I have the mentality of a thirteen-year-old boy. So like Knob makes me laugh. Also, Pazuzu, the name makes me laugh, and it's a struggle, so be warned that I might laugh. 
All right. So as a child, Pazuzu was interested in things that were not typical for his age. So he loved scary movies and all things spooky and horror, which I can't blame him for. But apparently they were like, why is that unusual? I'm taking offense. I know. I kind of was writing this like, what's the problem? Like, I liked him. But I think he was like really interested in things like The Exorcist and, you know, Friday the 13th, all the big horror scary movies, which... Again, I'm I'm not really sure, but that's what they said. Okay. And he was also interested in magic at a very young age, which again, I'm like, eh, but that kind of plays into other things here later. Mm-hmm. All right. So he would also dress up as a vampire all the time, pretend to be a vampire constantly. So all these things they said were just kind of like atypical for a child that age. He also spent a lot of time alone. His mom was a single mother. She was usually out working or socializing and he was home alone. But did he draw pictures of dead people? Hang on. So as a child, he's just walking around as a vampire. Yes, sometimes. (laughs) Like with a cape and the teeth. And (laughs) then we'd be like, watch my magic show. I just watch The Exorcist. The sun burns him. (laughs) Right. Obvi. He doesn't like garlic toast like I do. (laughs) Mm, Garlic toast. Obviously. Okay, sorry. Okay. You're you're right on the nose. Uh, (laughs) When he was 13, he started drinking alcohol daily. Ooh. Okay. And started also dabbling into Satanism. No, that's not common for a thirteen-year-old. I'd say. <sighs> it's not gonna well, go great. Actually, I think. What? I mean, like, I think that being curious and like emo, maybe a little in that age, is not yeah, dabbling abnormal. in Satanism. But it's, it's, yeah, I think it gets worse. There's a difference <laughs> between like being that. emo and, and Satanism. Sacrificing good point. Good point. Cat. Don't hate me. Don't come for me, people. <laughs> Don't come it's for just me. My emo. ignorance. <laughs> I was a little emo in junior high. I was. I liked witches. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we not surprised by this? I had a book of spells. <laughs> uh, I, I loved the crafts on Friday nights. <laughs> not hating. I'm just trying to relate. Okay. You're not hating. You're relating. <laughs> Why am I the way that I am? Because <laughs> you are a witch in your past life. <laughs> we just need to get you back to Salem. That's <laughs> true. No, you don't want to see the powers that will come out of me. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine if we went on the ghost hunt in Salem? How she would be? I don't think we can, we could control it. <laughs> she would be a mess. I just pictured myself in a room like I can feel the spirits coming through me. I would just be in a corner with my dowsing rods, like I'm a witch too. I'm a water witch. And I'm like I feel nothing. <laughs> I see nothing. You know, on second thought, that's kind of our normal. So yes. you know what? Actually, let's go. Let's go to see when we can safely travel. Okay. Can I just side note this before I forget? Too, my husband <laughs> keeps saying already on a side yeah, note. True. We, my husband keeps saying we need to like do a YouTube video or a Twitch stream or something of us playing Phasmophobia. I don't know how we got out of that because what's he... a Twitch stream? I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's old. go back to YouTube. I know the YouTube. Yes, okay. I'm familiar uh, with them. Of us playing Phasmophobia, because it would be... It's like a continuous live YouTube video. Okay. Like streaming. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. (laughs) Stream, yeah. Okay. I got the stream part of it. I figured it was something. It's just a platform. Twitches, yeah. Twitches. (laughs) The Twitches. Twitch Witches. (laughs) And now we have a handle. We should totally do it. Is it just on your laptops? You have Um, to, like, set up a camera, and you stream yourself playing these games. Uh, Anyhow... Guys, let us know. Do you want us to YouTube ourselves playing Phasmophobia? Side note, Sarah I've never can't played. play it because she I, gets I get really bad motion sickness. <laughs> motion sickness. <laughs> so 
I guess the question, do you want to see me play? I'll play. I'll play. I don't know what it is. Yes, please I mean, do. I know what it is, but you I've can. never played. You've got, a, you've got a PC. You can do it totally. And I got Yay. a webcam. Okay. okay. Did you say you needed a camera? Yeah. I just yeah, wouldn't announce that. that to everybody. Like, I've got a webcam. <laughs> I think most people do on their cam- Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. <laughs> Lindsay's going to be a cam girl. <laughs> <laughs> Only fans who? I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Slightly rude. <laughs> Patreon, check me out. <laughs> Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> oh, okay, anyhow. We've gone off the rails. <laughs> we were never on the rails. <laughs> Clemens, North Carolina. That's where I'm at. <laughs> the Bible Belt. The Bible Belt. <laughs> no, also, Satanism at 13. Yes, Satanism yes, yes. at 13. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let me focus here. <laughs> really, what the witches? Shocker. Uh, Hex, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we also kind of get into witchcraft, which kind of goes hand in <laughs> Why didn't you lead with that? God damn it, because I got distracted with Satanism. Full circle, we're back. He probably said that too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he would often tell his classmates that he could control the weather. Mm. Make it rain. Make it rain. <laughs> okay. Right. No, that looks really bad said. for both I'm of really us. Sorry. I'm really embarrassed for both of you. <laughs> there were so many gestures that really should not be repeated. <laughs> we're too old. Mom, mom, please stop. <laughs> sorry. I'm cool, I promise. <laughs> I'm not like a regular mom. I'm like a cool mom. No, I actually am pretty much like a regular mom. It's fine. Okay, so this probably didn't go over great with the kids at school because, as I mentioned, they're in the Bible Belt. Most of them were very religious. This is completely opposite of what they were raised to know. Sure. So um, people think, though, that probably fed into his darker energy and it kind of just added fuel to the fire, if you will. So as we often say with kids, bad attention is still attention and it makes it grow. Um, and as you can probably imagine, he didn't really have many friends when he was younger and would often get into trouble in school. He dropped out of school during his freshman year. Uh, he, cl- he claimed that this was largely due to the fact that he had a huge fear of being around other people. Um, and this would later be diagnosed as agoraphobia. Oh, Boydston. I was going to say, this is hitting a little close to home. <laughs> He's afraid of other people. <laughs> he dressed like a vampire. <laughs> He like scary witches? movies. Um, uh, he's so a agoraphobic. Two out of three. Okay. I've uh, never dressed. Well, no, I don't think I've ever dressed like a vampire. Oh man. However, okay. the other two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and you know, likely he was he was drinking as often as he was and as much as he was to deal with the anxieties that he had right, for and social situations. Being alone all the time and oh. having no. Also me, so okay. Poison, this is about you. Just saying. Poison, did you start drinking at thirteen? No, I'm kidding. No, I didn't. However, that's how I deal with. That's a coping strategy. I Honestly, have today. I think it's a lot of people, especially right now. <laughs> You're not alone. It's okay. So this, though, I don't think is like you. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he tortured animals. Okay, absolutely not. Yeah, I didn't you know think so. Her? She can't even stand if I, I put tortured animals in my so stories. So rest no. easy that you do not compare to Pazuzu. Mm. Mm-hmm. So his mom took him in for psych treatment when he was 13 and he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and manic depression in addition to his agoraphobia. Hmm. So this is some pretty heavy hitting mental di- mental health diagnoses. Yep. Uh, the help that he needed was expensive, and his mother was unable to provide these resources for him, being that she was a single mom. He didn't get the help that he needed, and naturally his mental health kind of just tanked after all that. Mm-hmm. So in 2002, he legally changed his name to Pazuzu 
Isla Algarad. Was he 18 by that point? He was legal. Oh, okay. Lindsay. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay. He was emancipated. <laughs> last Don't last we left questions. the story off, he was 13. I'm just okay. wondering what's happening. So he was born in 78. This was in 2002. Okay, so yes. Gotcha. He oh. was. Yeah. He's, he's legal. He's I legal. sped you I through. I got that. Okay, I, got that. I tried to get us through We there. sped up a lot. Okay, I'm there. Listen, there's I'm a, lot to, a lot of content there, so I'm trying to... I'm here. Got All it. right, and on the form he said it was for religious reasons, but didn't name a specific religion. Satanism. So, <laughs> probably. <laughs> he didn't say which one, though. So, just for further clarification, Pazuzu is a Mesopotamian demonic god known as King of the Demons and Demon of the Underworld. He had an instinct to destroy and the ability to control the weather. Ah. Ding, ding, ding. That's and why he could control the weather, too. In the movie The Exorcist, Reagan, the yes. little girl, the main, main character, um, she's possessed by a demon named Pazuzu. Oh, is this how you know of Pazuzu from Ghost Adventures? Yes. Okay. <laughs> After he changed his name, he also created a new identity for himself. Um, he said that his mother was a Satanist and his father was a high priest. So, lying mm. about a lot of things. These were not true. Um, he also claimed that he was a Muslim at times, which who knows what he was, but he just had all these claims about himself. Uh, he decided to cover his face completely in tattoos, most of them with demonic symbols. Oh, okay. And he had a giant tattoo with the word Satan on his forearm, and he also filed his teeth into points. Yeah, no, apparently, like apparently he did like... this when he was high on meth. I think which, that'd be really painful. That's what I just wrote. I was like, which, what the fuck? Ouch. You'd have to be, I mean, you'd have to be high enough to like fucking file your that. teeth Ugh. to a point. I can't even get like a nope. cavity filled. And if they even get close to a nerve, I'm like, oh, hell no, stop. I need, I need just more. put me out. Just give me, give me some gas. <laughs> give me the gas. So I'm, I don't know. I don't no, know. I don't like that. Okay. Moving along. So he would wear a turban often, and people think this was likely to invoke fear and get a reaction out of people since this was near 9-11-ish, mm. um, which at the time, that was, a, that was yeah, a fear. there was a problem, yeah. Yeah. He was in and out of rehab for a few years, and there he told his doctor that he did not bathe more than once a year Ew. and didn't brush his teeth for yeah. years. So maybe he didn't need to file his teeth because they'd all fall out. Well, that's true. Maybe they were soft. Maybe he was filing plaque. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he he know he knew he looked in the mirror and he was like, "These are just no good. I'm just gonna I'm gonna fucking file them down to him. He's gonna lose them. Vampire and get, teeth. get some vampire dentures. <laughs> Full okay. set. Full set. Full set of vampire teeth. <laughs> uh, he claimed that personal hygiene. Quote, stripped the body of its defenses, warding off infection and illness. Unquote. Uh, okay. Pretty sure that's the opposite of science, but that's okay. I, I'm scary to say, that doesn't sound right, but... So, you know, believe what you want. What do we know? For a time, he followed the Church of Satan, but it wasn't violent enough for him. And in fact, later on, way later on, they like totally denounced anything to do with him. They were like, no, he's way different than what we even claim. So he created his own religion called... The Sumerian religion. Okay. Ooh. He claimed that it was based off the ancient Mesopotamian people. Yep. I was going to say, I know Sumerian. <laughs> like, I don't know the language, but. <laughs> I'm cool. I know these things. I'm relevant. <laughs> I just know about it because of demons. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I didn't know. So, it included a dark moon sacrifice, which was a monthly animal sacrifice. 
Listen, I don't include way too many details on no, it. No, actually, just that was it. my that was a thinking sign. I was thinking, of what's the dark moon? But it's just the anti full moon. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. That's that's what my okay. presumption is. I yeah, that would like make on sense the nights where there's no it's moon. Dark. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a minute. Look at us. So smart. <laughs> I'm like, what would that be? Oh yeah, it's dark. <laughs> it's the dark moon. It's the opposite of a full moon. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so he really thought, though, by doing these rituals and sacrifices that he himself could become a demon if he continued on. I mean, I would agree. You are a demon if you sacrifice animals. Definitely. Probably not a good person. That's for sure. Does it say what kind of animals? Plenty. It does, but I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> the hell's your problem? <laughs> she likes she likes demons. I'm going to have a story centered around <laughs> eyeballs. You've already done that. You made her do you made one. You do it. The no, eyeball no, no. killer. I suggested, and you said, yes, that's a great idea. <sighs> you guys are both dead to me. How did I get lumped into that? I was just scrolling <laughs> down my page. <laughs> All right. So, anyhow, the Knob Hill house, remember, that's where they lived. He yes, lived Nob with Hill. his mother. Got mm-hmm. it. Uh, this place became a gathering place for people who had similar thoughts and feelings as Pazuzu. It's kind of sounding a little culty. So, I was going to yeah. say, so he's like leading people. They didn't ever say that, okay. but he had definitely a group of. People with like-minded thinking. Followers, putting in quotation marks. (laughs) Uh, So the word got out that there was this place with no rules. All sorts of people showed up. And like I mentioned, they were very similar to him. So the things that they would do there, they would drink alcohol, do drugs, have orgies. I was going to say, sounds fun. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Kaylin's. Count me out on the drugs and the orgies. (laughs) I just want to drink. (laughs) Mind you, this is in his mom's house. His mom. mom lived in this mom needs to get some boundaries there she's a cool mom (laughs) hey she's trying too hard to be a cool mom (laughs) (laughs) how's the orgy going downstairs anybody need any condoms (laughs) any lube you guys good okay (laughs) god love ya Okay, anyhow, where was I? Orgies. Orgies in the mom's house. Where were we? Orgies in mom's house. There's some orgies in the mom's house. (laughs) Okay, mom. Close. (laughs) Mom, you're embarrassing me again. (laughs) You broke her. (laughs) You win this time. (laughs) Who breaks the (laughs) team? I'm okay. I'm good. My cheeks hurt. Same. But isn't this nice? It's so much better than where we started. (laughs) Truth. Okay. Continue. Orgies. Okay, anyhow. Okay. Also, (laughs) it's not going to get better. We've got to get past the orgies. I can't. (laughs) It's really hard. Inside the house. (laughs) That's what she said. I was typing this. This was just going to go downhill. It's like, you know when you're reading the story, you're like, this is going to be a good commentary. I I did. I knew. I knew. You us. Well, I'm like giggling as I'm writing something. All right. So like I said, it it doesn't get much better from there, from the orgy situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Inside the house, they would just go to the bathroom wherever they pleased. Ew, that's gross. We're talking pee poop. There's animals pooping, peeing, eating everything, what is walking with this around. Mom, mom, come on! <laughs> she apparently was okay with everything as long as nobody went in her room. <laughs> her room's probably immaculate. <laughs> She's like, nobody come in. Yeah, I could just picture. I feel it, like, like I beautiful. could smell it from there. So that was mentioned multiple times. Anybody yeah. that came over could like literally smell it from like the car 
walking up was oh, just like disgusting. this is putrid. How do people just poop? And it was they like want? it was like a a place where people would come and and stay. There. Mm. Yeah. I feel like this was mm. oh, but he didn't mm. like hygiene, so this is no, making but, sense. Well, they would just fucking difficult. mooch there for like a month or two. They would just come and stay. There was heroin addicts. There was like, whatever. I'm, I, they're all just hanging out for, they don't have to pay for anything. Oh, he's not paying for anything. It he's sounds not, like either. I don't know what is happening, but it is. Can you imagine the BO on this fool? Mm-mm. I can't imagine the smell in the house. I can't get past oh, that. Oh, can you imagine what that orgy smelled like? Yeah. Dear God, thank you. <laughs> what makes you want to have sex when there's Bleach in the nostrils. <laughs> and BO. <laughs> And pointy teeth. And teeth that he doesn't brush his teeth for years. <laughs> oh my god. We're oh making my god. vampire faces at each other. Stop right there. Uh-oh. Have you Thank guys you watched um, What We Do in the Shadows yet? No, I haven't. Please, I beg of you, please go home tonight, watch one episode. No. <sighs> I've been watching can't. The Queen's Gambit. No, 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 no. This. That's what they do. They, it's like a doc, a mockumentary, uh, filmed like The Office, mm-hmm. but they are a bunch of vampires that have been living in Staten Island for years, and the humor is very similar to The Office. But anytime they hate people, they go <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> it's on Prime. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Okay. Yeah, okay. but it's on. If it's an FX show, it was based off of a movie. It is. I I don't. I've been sleeping on this. I don't know. My neighbor told me about. It. I was like, I'll check it out. It's gold. You must. So good. Noted. Once I'm done with the Queen's Gambit, I will do that. Yes. I highly highly recommend the Queen's Gambit. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, thanks. I needed that because I don't want to watch. Okay. Tangent. I wrote, I can, I can literally smell it from here. This place was a shithole, obviously. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> and we mentioned animal sacrifices. So they would often sacrifice rabbits and, and birds and leave their carcasses laying around yeah, all over the place. Dead animal smell. And then I just said, I have questions like, how much blood does a bird actually have? And how can you like actually suck the blood of a bird? Don't answer this, people. Wait, they ingested the blood? Yes, sometimes they would. I think it might Ew. be half a cup. Can you get that guessing. much? Can't you get really sick from drinking blood from I don't think that they care. I mean, they would just like, there's blood all over the walls. I think that illness was probably their high. This mom needs to get out. The mom, I don't even know. How could she stand alone? And wouldn't his teeth hurt with people if he's having an orgy with them? Okay. Definitely no, like, you know. I have lots of questions, but okay. Yeah, okay. Just had to throw that out there. So apparently the dishwasher in the house was full of weapons, and Pazuzu would tell others... The dishwasher. <laughs> the dishwasher. We haven't even gotten to the murder yet, and we're all like, this is disgusting. <laughs> the murder... Okay, all right. Uh, so the dishwasher was full of weapons, and Pazuzu would tell others that he would kill homeless people, and that there was a body in the basement. Oh, he would just like, brag it about is. it. <laughs> that was just like a nonchalant thing, like, oh, yeah. Oh, there's a They'd dead be, like, homeless person in the basement. Yeah, people would come to his house and be like, your house... Like, smells like death. And he go, oh, it's just the body in the basement. Like, what? Didn't anybody go Just nonchalantly. No, of course not. I would. <laughs> would have been like, BRB. <laughs> they're, not, they're not there to investigate. They're there to get high and have orgies. Uh, <clears throat> he also said that he killed two sex workers and ate them. Okay. Cannibalism. That's what he claims. But yeah, cool. you, we'll never know. Uh, honestly, most of the stories that were, you know, circulating in the town were started by him. So, did they happen? Did they not? We don't know. 
On the front door, there were satanic messages and pentagrams painted all over the house. And I think you kind of get the picture about the house. So I'm moving on. <laughs> okay, so the group of people that followed him or, you know, hung around him, oftentimes it would include lots of young women. Apparently he was like very charismatic as uh, leaders often are somehow. But he had two women in particular that were around quite a bit and he called them his fiancés. Their names were Amber Birch and Crystal Matlock. On May 28, 2010, he was accused of putting his mother, Cynthia, uh, into a chokehold. Oh, not At their home. She almost passed out. Uh, but he never went to jail. Because mm. she never pressed charges. Of course she didn't. She sounds like an enabler throughout 100%. all this. Yeah. So, flash forward a little bit. That was in May 2010. So, in um, October 2010, the body of Joseph Chandler was found. On a boat ramp, which was a spot that Pazuzu was known to perform his rituals. Okay. Um, so people just think that Joseph was kind of in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he really had nothing to do with this, but he just was very unlucky and was killed. However, the play, the, the case was closed fairly quickly when a man named Nicholas Rizzi was convinced, er, convicted for the crime, but Pazuzu was accused of misleading authorities and allowing Nicholas to stay at the house. So he's starting to kind of like get like wrapped up. In, mm -hmm. uh -huh. So he was also charged with accessory for er, accessory after the fact of involuntary manslaughter. And he was given probation. Oh, okay. Yeah. In February, 2010. So the, I'm telling you this, just to, this Joseph Chandler happened in October, 2010, but in February, 2010, Joshua Wetzler was reported missing by his girlfriend. She said that she had a room, had heard rumors that he was dead and buried on the Knob Hill property. So okay. that same day, they received information that another man named Tommy Welch was also buried on the property. So search warrant was issued, but they only used cadaver dogs to investigate. So nothing was found. Especially with all those dead animals and poop. He only went into the backyard and apparently the equipment needed to dig up the ground was unavailable and they didn't want to wait the two weeks to use it. So they just used the dogs. Okay. And that way they could only basically search the surface. Nothing really underneath. Kind of like doing the bare minimum. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So police think that Joshua Wessler was killed in the summer of 2009 and Tommy Welch was killed in October of 2009. So a year prior. Okay. They think he was there, but they don't know. What police feel now <laughs> is that Joshua was uh, shot seven times with a 22 caliber rifle, three in the head and four in the stomach. And Pazuzu hid the body in the backyard before eventually burying him in the backyard with Amber's help, his fiance. Mm -hmm. One of them, right? Cause yes, he's one of them. <laughs> Yes, good good memory. Thanks, Tommy Fox. was killed with the same <laughs> rifle with one shot in the back of the head by Amber. Amber pulled the trigger and he was shot by while sitting on the couch and Pazuzu helped her bury him in the backyard. Yikes. So they kind of swapped roles there. So Crystal, the other fiance, was often heard bragging about her involvement in the murders. Come on, Crystal. Get it together. Come on, Crystal. I mean, he bragged about dead bodies in his basement, so. So there were often times people coming to the police saying, like, there are people buried in the backyard. You need to go investigate. And nothing really happened. But five years later, a man named Matt Flowers, who was friends with Pazuzu at one point, um, he was the one who finally convinced the police to go back to the Knob Hill the Nob Hill house and look and see what happened. So October 5th, 2014 sheriff's sheriff's office arrived at the house with the search warrant four years later. Right. Cause he said 2010. Yeah. I don't know why I said five, but it said five, but it says 
but on the timeline, it seems more. Doesn't matter. 2014, the sheriff's office arrived at the house with a search warrant. The backyard was a total disaster, as imagined. Yeah, I mean, I guess, it matched yeah. the the inside of the house. So they, I don't actually know how they found anything wrong because there was so much wrong in the backyard. But apparently they noticed around the fire pit that the ground was slightly disturbed. So they were triggered to go over there and start digging. And they noticed a shallow grave. And two bodies were buried in the shallow grave. Uh-oh. Shocked. I am shocked. Just do, you, do you want to guess who it was? Um, it was uh, Joshua Wetzler and Tommy Welch. thought we were yeah. guessing. Okay. <laughs> you spoiled our guessing. I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want you to feel bad about not remembering the names. Uh, Pazuzu and Amber were both arrested and charged. The next day, Crystal was arrested and on October 13th, they were identified the bodies as Joshua Wetzler and Tommy Welch. Had both disappeared in 2009. Their cause of death, as we mentioned, were both due to a gunshot wound. Mm. So they were telling the truth. Yep. Uh, shortly after the skeletal remains were found, the county deemed the house unfit for human habitation. Oh, about time. And in April 2015, the house was completely demolished, which I'm sure the neighbors were like pulling out the freaking chairs oh, I'm and sure popcorn. They were so and, like, excited. Yeah. Can you imagine if your neighbor was. No. That's horrible. On October 28, 2015, Pazuzu Algarod was found dead in a prison cell at Central Prison in Raleigh, North Carolina. Mm. His death was ruled a suicide, and he was found with a deep cut on his left arm. However, they weren't ever able to determine what he used to cut his arm. They also found a... Probably his teeth. (laughs) Funny you mentioned that. Some people did say that. I was thinking, like, what would he have had access to? But I guess people make shanks all the time. Also, his teeth. teeth were shanks. Teeth shanks. If they were still there. <laughs> he was basically a shark. Okay. Uh, March 9th, 2017, Amber Birch pleaded guilty to secondary murder, armed robbery, and accessory after the fact to murder. And she was sentenced to a minimum of 30 years and a max of 39 years. Crystal Matlock pleaded guilty to accessory after the fact to first degree murder on June 5th, 2017. Okay. All right, boozy. You're killing me. Boozy's <laughs> killing you. Boozy caught up with And you. was sentenced to a minimum of three years and two months with a maximum of four years and ten months in prison. So okay. basically the two that helped got not a lot. I mean, Amber got 30 years. And the other so one got... Is it though? I mean... She, for killing somebody? Isn't she the one that shot them? Oh, I thought you said she, she was did. the accessory. Okay. That's what they ended up charging her with, but she was the one that was suspected of killing him. Um, shooting him in the back of the head with a rifle. Oh, one little fun fact after the fact that we found out on November 8th, 2011, mm-hmm. the mother told police, she went to the police and told them that she had witnessed a murder. First she heard a shot and then she went to take a look and she found Amber holding a rifle oh. and saw a dead body. That <laughs> man was Tommy Welch, but then she refused to let them on the property. So- on the property. Oh, mom. Mom's got some issues. I take it back. Take what? <laughs> I didn't see anything. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> no, there was no dead body. There was no gun. So Do we ever know sex. a motive for why he, he they killed these two guys? No, I never got that part. Um, and really, just they said that... Decided um, to? Or was it like a sacrifice? One of the guys sacrifice? was like a father, and he was, you know, he's a pretty good guy. He just kind of had some things going wrong for him, and kind of... They don't even really know why he ended up at his house. But it sounds like... These were kind of just random, random shit. I mean, I guess I shouldn't be surprised by that. They're yeah. not in their right minds, it sounds like. 
No. To be, put it bluntly. He's got some issues. If you want, you can always go look on YouTube. They have videos oh, gosh. of walkthroughs <gasps> of Pazuzu's house before they demolished it. Oh, oh I'm going to be looking at that tonight. I want to show you just real quick before you move on a picture of him. And he is... Is he terrifying? Because he's got face, face tats, right? Doesn't he's got face tats, but like Post Malone has What's face tats. Tate tats. Tate tats. Tate tats. Tate tats. I want to see his fangs. Does it show pictures of his fangs? Hold up. Did you say taint tats? I said taste I'm trying tats. To, I'm trying to move on past the taint tats. But what I would, like what your would you tap better. on your taint? I Let me see a picture of him. I want to see. I don't have my taint tat. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> TMI with points tatted. No, I said I don't have it tatted. <laughs> yeah, I said, what would you get? What would I get? Um, Sylvester the would. cat. No. <laughs> Isn't that normal? What would you guys get? <laughs> I'm sure somebody has. Somebody has you know, to have a tattoo. be a great tat. place for me to get a tattoo next. <laughs> the tight. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all three of them. You can hide oh, but I'm or... trying to find a picture of his teeth. Oh, him and his girlfriends? Is yeah. That Amber and Crystal? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Like, nothing against <sighs> tattoos or even facial tattoos. Honest to God. Do you, you do you. Mm. Like, Post Malone has tats on his face. He does. He's not. He's. Not a very scary guy. He sells Bud Light Seltzer, so does, he sells it. He likes the OG he... Olive Garden. <laughs> does he? Yeah, he took Jimmy Fallon to Olive Garden for the first time. It was so funny. Wait, I oh. love Olive Garden. <laughs> I know you do <laughs> with a passion. Oh, he's got um this lovely tattoo of Satan just written on his arm. I told you that in my Stan? story. Stan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aww, so real quick before we it. move on, um, shout out to the Lights Out podcast because I got a lot of information from them. They did a great job. Um, and they are the ones, I think, who have the YouTube video on their channel. It wasn't them, I don't think, who went through there, but I do think they posted it on there. So if you're interested, go check it out. So thanks, guys. Yay! I got you. So this is going to be a short story. Okay. My story is about Mike the Durable. I'm durable sorry, durable oh durable okay i don't know who this is an irish man and former firefighter named michael malloy lived in new york city he was down on his luck and unemployed and homeless at the time it's the great depression um and really enjoyed a nice stiff drink like all of us do he'd spend his time frequenting speakeasies and making new friends friends is in quotes because you know they weren't really friends. so-called friends. Some of okay. his friends were just not so friendly. Oh, one of the speakeasies that Michael went to was owned by a name by a man named Tony Marino. And after noticing that Michael would drink his weight in alcohol daily and then pass out, Tony, along with four of uh, Michael's other acquaintances, came up with a plan to kill him in order to collect life insurance. I think I know the story. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's coming back to me. They had collected insurance policies on Michael's life, and if they were successful in making it look like an accident, they would get $3,500, which today is about $70,000, and they it's would split it amongst themselves. 
Why would they be the ones to get his insurance policy? Like, were they his beneficiaries? So while he was, like, almost close to passing out, they got him to sign something. They said uh, it was a petition, but it was really the insurance policy. The insurance. Okay. That makes sense. I was like, how would these random people get his policy? Got it. Bummer. So Tony had done this before. He had taken out an insurance policy on a homeless woman, and he then force-fed her alcohol. Stripped her naked once she was, like, passed out, and then doused her mattress in icy water. He left um, her in the mattress under an open window, and the next day she was dead. And the coroner said that she died of bronchial pneumonia, and Tony collected $2,000. He did that for $2,000. But remember, so if $3,500, their time is our $70,000. During the Depression, you said? During yeah, the Great so. Depression. Gotcha. It's worth a lot. Damn. Their plan was to get him drunk and to for him to basically drink himself to death. So he's he's an Irishman, and he could hold alcohol, but he would drink day in and day out and then pass out. Mm-hmm. So they thought, you know, eventually he's just going to die from this. So at Tony's speakeasy, he gave Michael unlimited credit, knowing that he would drink as much as possible. And he did. Michael drank for the entirety of his waking hours, and it didn't kill him. So the men began to take things to the next level by adding things to his drinks. They began slowly, lightly, with antifreeze. But Michael continued on drinking as if nothing was wrong. It didn't even phase him. Does antifreeze have a taste? Uh-uh. It's supposed to be bitter, is it not? I think a I've lot of people use it, it actually, <laughs> in murders. Oh. <laughs> I was like, in their drinks? I don't think so. No. <laughs> but because it's like, you know, fairly undetectable. Yeah. I could be wrong. I was but... wondering like how he didn't detect it, but okay. Um. So next they moved on to adding turpentine. Not it. Lucy. And then something called horse. What is turpentine? Uh, I don't know. Isn't that paint thinner? Mm-hmm. I think you don't know. You're just <laughs> nodding. <laughs> if I was allowed to have my computer, I could tell you. I think it's paint thinner. Okay. Sounds um, right. <laughs> I know when you don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it, it totally is. <laughs> Sounds so, right. So, <laughs> after that, they moved on to something called horse liniment. Does not that. sound good. That's apparently liquid um, <laughs> icy hot. Oh, okay. Okay. Minty. Also, horse Horse liniment. You know, I don't know anything about the I feel like 1930s. that would burn going down my throat. Icy hot. Well, it would initially feel my, cold and then it would feel hot. My brain went somewhere else where we were like liquid <laughs> horse. And I was like, Ugh. Liquid horse. <laughs> no. But then we went to icy hot and I was like. Liquid oh, icy hot. Liquid okay. icy hot. That's okay. what it has been compared to. Still doesn't sound good. They're just trying to anything. And well, that's it. Bear, I heard it. (laughs) Their throat gets nice and numb. (laughs) So the the more I drink, the more the accent comes out. Those things didn't work, and finally they tried rat poison. And Uh they're trying this all like at different times, right? Like they're not trying this all at one night. Yeah, no, they would give them just shots of these things. Yeah, they mix it in with them drink their drinks or his drinks, and then he would pass out, and they would kick him out on the street, thinking like, "Oh, he's gonna die tonight." And then he would show up the next day with a smile and like, "Hey guys, I want some drinks." Okay, but random question. I mean, all of those alone would probably kill you, but like tiny doses of each of them. Well, if you mix it in with, like, enough? a drink or a beer, I don't know. He was a big whiskey drinker. But what I mean is, like, if you give him just, like, a little bit of rat poison, a little bit of icy hot, a little bit of, <laughs> little bit of icy hot, <laughs> antifreeze, it's, like, I don't know. If, if I drank any of these things, I think it might have an effect on me. I would agree. 
I would be dead. <laughs> I would be. We've seen some people who can hold it. Hold he it was one of them. Yes. He was probably like one of our friends who walks around at 500, yeah. 600. So okay. when they figured out that that's not going to work by drinking things, they gave him oysters soaked in wood alcohol. Whoa. Uh, a sandwich made with rotten sardines and mixed with poison and carpet tacks. This just sounds like a really slow and painful, awful death. Well, he asked, he thought it was great and asked for another one. <laughs> so, rotten like, that's sardines. fucking delicious. Mm, yum, give me another. He probably didn't have any taste buds from all the alcohol. <laughs> that's true, too. Or the antifreeze. Everything tastes the good icy, when you're The drunk. icy hot numbed his taste buds. That's all. Also, wood alcohol is methanol so like even just a small so amount can cause familiar. blindness and he was oh able God. to just take like eventually once he got like super drunk they would just do com- just shots of wood alcohol to replace his whiskey shots so uh, he's like ooh, that burns <laughs> it burns <laughs> so good <laughs> so they figured that nothing he was gonna ingest was gonna kill him so they came up with another plan and that was that they were gonna freeze him to death so one very cold night in January, February, after Michael passed out from drinking, they carried him to a park, they dumped him in the snow, and they poured five gallons of water on his chest and his face, and they left him for dead. And they were, again, shocked to see him come back at the speakeasy the next day, only complaining of a chill. He's just okay. a little chilly. Mm. I bet he was. Didn't he get that hypothermia? It's really sad. Apparently not. So plan J was to run him over plan with a taxi. J. Oh, come on now. They paid off a driver, and he was hit by the car at 45 miles an hour. Uh, and then the driver reversed the car and backed over him for good measure. Oh, that's definitely not an accident. Way to lo- make it look like <laughs> Um, But again... Whoops. I hit him twice. Sorry. <laughs> he, he still didn't die. He was injured. He had a fractured skull, broken bones, but he was in the hospital for three weeks and recovered. Um, During that time, the guys thought like, oh, maybe we did get him because they didn't see him at the speakeasy. So they kept calling around to morgues and to funeral homes, and he wasn't anywhere to be found, so they couldn't claim the the money. But then he showed up again at the speakeasy, and they had had it. Um, So one night after he had passed out from drinking, the men took him to a room. They put a hose in his mouth that was connected to the gas line, and they turned it on, and they finally killed Michael Malloy. So he was pronounced dead from pneumonia, likely by a bribe doctor, and he was buried very quickly. I was going to say pneumonia. (laughs) Okay, yeah, you got to bribe somebody for that. Like they got a doctor to say it was an accident or something natural. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Um, and but police would visit the speakeasies, and they were hearing these stories about this man who just escaped escaped death all the time. And then they heard, um. So this man that everybody called Mike the Durable. And then they figured out that a man recently died named Mike Malloy of suspicious circumstances. And so they grew suspicious and had the body exhumed and examined. And the men were put on trial and convicted. And one guy went to prison while the other four were sentenced to death via the electric chair. Ooh, wow. I wonder how they decided which one only got prison. Good question. Different juries. Um, and that is the terrible story of Mike the Durable. My gosh. I have heard this story before where they kept trying to kill him and he kept surviving. He kept, he kept living. He had like like, nine lives. I don't know what happened to me. That I feel terrible, but <laughs> I'm, I'm back. Gonna keep drinking. Here we go. My Just gosh. give me some more alcohol. Yeah. That's lovely. Oh, Mike. Mike. 
like the durable. It's very durable. He really was. He had an iron stomach. Yeah. Except for and liver. Yeah. Liver. Iron liver. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, anyways, guys, thanks so much for tuning Wait. in to our murder episode. <laughs> murder episode. That sounds like we murdered people. <laughs> it's our true crime episode. That's, That's where we talk it. about murder. Yes. We didn't murder anybody. No. <laughs> You need to say that with more conviction next time. <laughs> Dang it. These boozies. Oh, I told you. You've given me two. I told you. They fucking hit different. I don't I, know. I had two Why also. do you keep saying, like, we give you things? You're the one that puts them in your mouth and drinks them. I did, too. I it don't know. I was surprised. I was surprised. I was surprised at the level of boozy in the boozy. <laughs> and the booze like, in the boozy. Whoa. Hey, Anyways, guys, thanks so much for listening to our true crime episode. There it was. There it is. You can always send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com. If you have any stories to share with us, we would love to read them. And you can follow us on the social medias at The Tipsy Ghost. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and I'm forgetting one. YouTube. YouTube. The YouTubes. The YouTubes. Where you can find us uh, doing phasmophobia <laughs> soon. Hey, yeah, let us know if you guys want us to play this ghost hunting game. We'll do it. We already do it anyways. It's really fun. Well, we'll do one it. of us does. Yeah, I haven't done it I yet. Sit, I sit and listen. I'm grouping us all in there. I will I will do it. It's I'll super it. fun. It'll be fun. Um, please join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the tipsy ghost. And we would really appreciate it if you could give us a five-star rating and a great review on Apple Podcasts. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to our true crime episode. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.